All right, today we're gonna talk about who is responsible for your retirement, and it's not probably who you think it is. Welcome to FedPilot, where we help make federal retirement benefits understandable for humans like you. Well, hello, Cassie. Oh. Hello, Kevin. Hi, so I, I, I wanna go over this with you. Um, this is a little thing that we do in our workshops it, when, when we do in-person workshops, we don't have time typically to do this in a webinar because we're so crunched for time. But in in-person workshop, we have a little bit more time and we can get a little bit deeper and go into this. Um, and, and, and it kind of, how do I say it? It kind of blows up people's minds sometimes because oh, yeah? they're, they're not quite expecting this different point of view that we're going to talk about. So... What I want to ask you, Cassie, and and this is off the cuff. I know I didn't ask you this before. Yeah. If you don't know the answer, that's okay, or even have an idea. But what is the difference between accountability and responsibility? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. So I think responsibility is obviously something that we have to own. Um, accountability is something that somebody helps us with, right? So if I'm working out or something like that, then I, you know, obviously I'm accountable to myself to show up every day and do that. Uh, but it's also my responsibility to get myself up to go do that thing. Right. Right. But you can have other people help you with that accountability as well to, to make sure that you're sticking to the schedule or sticking to the plan, if you will, that you've created for yourself. Right. So right. I think that's kind of my definition of it. Um, Good. What do you hear most in workshops? Well, I hear a lot of different things. So you took it from a kind of a perspective of like and working out, right? Is, mm -hmm. is that right? So I'm going to work out. Someone's going to hold me. They're going to be my accountability partner and to make sure that I'm doing what I need to be doing. Right. Uh, other people take it from different perspectives. And so what I find is that people use accountability and responsibility very interchangeably. When mm. they say something, they don't know whether to use accountability or responsibility, so they just will use whatever one they're used to using. But they're actually very different. And it makes a big difference when it comes to our retirements. Now, I'm gonna give you a quick example. My wife and I, we have homeschooled our kids until recently. So until for, for many years, 15 plus years, we have homeschooled our kids and basically they're in the home. We teach them. We are responsible and accountable. Now, one of the major differences between accountability and responsibility is that the person or group or whatever that is accountable will get the will get the um, <clears throat> consequence for good or bad of what's going to happen, all right? So mm -hmm. if we homeschool our kids and we fail, that's gonna hurt our kids, us, our family, right? Well, right. just this year, just this last year, my wife put our two youngest kids into public schools. Now, who would you say is accountable for their learning? 
Well, I mean, you would think the teachers and the curriculum that they teach to make sure that the kids are, uh, you know, learning what they need to learn and then and keeping up with the curriculum and so, is that right okay. actually <laughs> no but that's what a lot of people think you, your yeah. answer is very common for what a lot of people say they are at, so we keep the accountability we can never get rid of the accountability hmm. the accountability always stays with us because whether we give it to the schools or we keep it ourselves if whatever party messes up, we're still the one that suffers the consequences, good or bad, right? Right. So in, in us putting our kids into public schools, we give them the responsibility, but we keep the accountability. Mm. Do you see that? I like that, yes, because then you have to make sure that the kids are doing their homework and they're doing all of this other stuff. And obviously if they're failing, you're going as a parent you're going to want to do more to yeah. make sure that they're, you know, meeting those minimum standards and everything else. At least that's what yeah. I do with my boys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if, for example, if the teachers fail, if the school district fails in teaching our kids, what kind of, well, I'll just, do they get any consequence? If my, if my two boys walk out, and they're just as dumb as they were when they went in. Not that they're dumb, but right? they did, let's say they didn't learn anything. Will there be any repercussions? Will there be any consequence on the teachers, on the school, on the school district? Well, I guess no, unless there's more than just your two boys, right? right, right. <laughs> I mean, if there's several students. I'd be, I'd be questioning the teacher. <laughs> right. If there, if there's like a bigger, I mean, like if everyone's failing, then yes. But yeah. if our boys walk out and they're, they don't learn anything. Right. Right. Then it's still on us because we are the ones accountable. We have given the responsibility to teach our kids to them, but we never get rid of the accountability because if they fail, it's still our problem not their problem it's our problem right. does that make sense okay yep. so when it comes to retirement it's the same thing as a federal employee each person is accountable to their retirement now they have be by you know just by by being a federal employee they have automatically given the responsibility of some of their retirement to OPM. That doesn't mean that if OPM messes up, that that OPM is going to get punished because that doesn't happen, right? <laughs> we know that we have seen enough that if OPM messes up, that they, they're like, yeah, okay, well, we messed up. It's tough. And, and I actually, last week in Santa Fe, New Mexico, we were doing a workshop for the Forest Service law enforcement. And uh, someone said, well, then who holds OPM accountable? And we're like, I don't know that they get held accountable for mistakes like yeah. that, right? It doesn't, but if they screw up your, if they screw up your retirement, you're the one who suffers, not them. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, I think people don't understand that. And that's why it's so important to take steps early on in your career to make sure that things are accurate and right. So yes, yes. yes. And Absolutely. so 
Yeah, so it's it's oddly enough not even HR. HR is not going to mess up your retirement. It would be OPM. So it's important to not only know who holds accountability, who have you given responsibility to, but you have to hold those who are responsible accountable Mm. to that and to make sure that they did it right. If they don't, and I've given this, uh, you know, boy, I don't know how many times I could give an example like this where we've seen, Cassie, where uh, someone has 30 years of service, they go to retire and OPM says, no, you only have 15 years of service. You can't retire. And they're like, what the heck? And they have to keep working until they get it all cleared up. Right. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's not even, you know, that big of a gap, but it might delay, you know, even a year or two. If somebody is expecting to go out at a certain time, but then they figure out they, they aren't eligible. In fact, I had a situation where a female employee had come to one of the workshops and was talking with the advisor and then they had sent in a, an analysis and I'm sitting here like, I don't even know what to do for this person because they aren't contributing to the TSP. They're not doing, you know, they don't have Fegley, they don't have FEHB. They weren't even contributing to the retirement system. They, this person oh. had been working for FEMA because of, she's a, a contractor or temporary, I'm sorry, not a contractor, temporary employee. And she did not realize. Oh yes. A temporary she employee. She was a temporary employee. And so she's not contributing to the retirement system. So she thought right? all now, along she, been, she was all along it? for three oh. years. She thought she was contributing to the retirement system no. and that she had just a couple years to go before she could retire. When in all actuality, she was not even in the first program or to be eligible for a pension oh, in a couple Cassie. of years. So she would have to apply to be a permanent employee, begin no. contributing to the retirement system, and then start her five years to be vested in the program to qualify for a pension. And so, you know, it's those little things that people don't realize. And so it's very important. I mean, we're going to talk in this next session about demystifying some of the things that that we come in contact with often. And I think one of the things that I can, you know, if I could encourage employees to understand is what true temporary or non-deduction service is. And it's, you know, not contributing to the retirement program and making sure that if you are an employee and you, you are trying to hook up on these benefits for retirement, that you're actually in the right system to make it happen for yourself. Right. Yes. And so it's that sort of stuff that is very important that people understand. And so again, it's, it's, you know, having that understanding when you look at your pay stub, there's so many other deductions on there. You're not sure what it is and they don't make it clear all the time, depending on <laughs> no. the agency, right? Like right. It say right. retirement deductions. It might not even say FERS. It might not even say CSRS or yep. whatever. So it is, you know, that sort of stuff where you have to make sure what type of employee you are even and and you know verifying that you're eligible to participate in certain programs um, especially when it comes down to the retirement program right so you have to make sure that every piece of your retirement no matter who holds it is lined up because you're giving responsibility to them because if they screw up it's still on you
you're still not That's going right. to retire at the right time or with the right amount of money or whatever it is. But on the other hand, if you do that, you get the positive side of the consequence and get to avoid all of the difficulties that others have, like <laughs> realizing you don't get a retirement. There's there's no pension for you, right? Oh my goodness, that, that's, a, that's a huge one. Wow, mm-hmm. amazing. So again, I, th- I think every now and then we get someone that says, well, the government's gonna give me what I need to retire, right? <laughs> no. Sorry, I always kind of chuckle at that because it's like, let me just have somebody else determine what I'm going to need to to have income wise, what I'm going to have to need to set up, you know, to cover expenses, what my lifestyle is going to look like. Please let them set my goals and I'll just ride out retirement on this little dream boat that uh, the government's just gonna keep food and and <laughs> my right. bills are gonna be paid. And, you know, it's just, uh, I don't mean to, to balk at people like that, but to, to think that the government is just going to take care of you and you don't have to think for yourself about what those benefits actually look like for you moving forward, that is beyond me. Right. Yep. Um, yep. It's yeah. But it's a rumor that is spread around, right? And a rumor mm-hmm. that they people believe. So yes. I can understand it to a degree. Um, and, and okay. I'm going to go a little bit deeper. Part of it is because when you become a federal employee and really when you become an employee, even of a company, they -hmm. give you a salary, let's say. They Mm -hmm. give you, at least in part, typically health care. They make life insurance. So they're basically giving you these things. And then it gets in our minds kind of as a society that, they owe us that. Mm, no, no, they don't. They're doing that to help you, but they don't owe you anything. They can lay you off in a heartbeat and be done with you at any time. Anytime. Right. Right? They can and say, oh, you know, we're downsizing. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And it's so funny, too, because I don't think people realize that even with those benefits, it is very clear that it is the employee's responsibility right. to understand how much coverage they have and how it affects them and what the premiums are going to be. It states right. it very clearly on OPM's website that it is not their responsibility, that it is actually the employee's responsibility to know who gets what, how it's going to work, what the cost is, what that's going to look like in the future. If they need to cancel something, it is the employee's responsibility to understand all of the intricacies of their benefits. Yeah. Yep. And so then who is accountable to make sure that they learn this stuff? Well, it's not the government. The government is there and they will give you, you know, they'll give you uh, a web page to go look at. Or they'll even maybe give you an HR training to do. But that's that's because they're being nice. That's not because or because they've been told by law they have to, but that doesn't mean that they are actually there to make sure that you understand everything. No, 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 no. That is the employee's accountability to make sure that they understand it. Not that they just go and sit in a class 
Because as far as the government's concerned, if they go and sit in a class, check, they're done. Whether they learned anything or not, doesn't matter. It's that they're right. there, done. There's no follow through or follow up after a session. And that's what I, one thing I really absolutely love about your Fed pilot program is no, it's not um, HR or somebody within the federal government that helps them to make sure they understand it. But at least we have resources of and a team of people to set up and say, hey, go sit with Joe Advisor because they're going to help you to understand your benefits because right. they're taking the information, they're sending it to us, Fed Options, and that's what we do. We do all of the intricate work to help employees understand specifically how things operate, how the benefits work for them for their situation, we relay that message back to the advisor so they can do the planning properly with the employee. And I think that's so key to have an advisor who understands who's using our services, using your services, because we're making sure that people get the candid information they need to make the most informed decisions yes. and understand exactly how things work for them and for their situation now and in the future. Right. And we're HR. They're like, here's your pension estimate. <laughs> Done. Period. It doesn't show you what your cost is going to be like for your Fagley by the time you're age 80. It doesn't show you what your FEHB is expected to increase by by the 10 year average. It doesn't show cost of living adjustments on your pension. It doesn't show, you know, so much more than what OPM gives you. And some of those aren't even correct, right? They don't include military service that may be eligible to be purchased back or things like that. And so um, I really feel like, you know, it's very, very important to really reach out and make sure that where you're getting your information from, there's certain key things that are needed in order to make sure that you're getting the right information. But you're absolutely right. It, it is the employee's responsibility and their accountability that needs to, um, you know, within themselves, that needs to make sure that they are doing these things for their own future. Don't let the government steal your retirement. Steal your retirement. Those are strong words, Cassie, but that's actually true. It's true, true though. When you it give is. that to the, or you allow somebody else to take your retirement yes. and and have it to be whatever it's supposed to be. You don't even look at your numbers. You don't even know what you've got coming in or coming out. You're allowing the government to own your future. Yep, yep. And then when they own your future, who's in control? It's not you, it's them. Right. And I, I'm sorry, we don't want to have anyone be in charge of your future except for you. You know what right. is best for you you know what kind of a future you want. And so you have to make it happen. There is no rolling into this and, oh, I just get, no, no, no. You have to make it happen because if you don't, people are going to make it happen for what is best for them. And when I say people, it's usually the government or whatever system or whatever program, they're gonna do what's best for them. Not what's best right. for you, what's best for them. And it won't always not actually rarely is it the same you know do those two line up so yeah yeah i think that's a big realization for a lot of people there's a huge difference between accountability and responsibility you can never give accountability away you can responsibility but 
the consequences, positive or negative, always come back on the person or group accountable. And when we look at it from that perspective, suddenly we need to start taking charge. And by the way, it should probably be not just a few years before we, re we retire, but at the beginning to make sure that everything is in line to make, because you don't want to do a huge course correction later on. You want to make sure it's all in line that you're going to get everything you want and everything's going to go smooth. So absolutely hundred percent. And you know, I've never heard anybody complain that they've planned too early. Right. It's always the that opposite. Isn't the thing. Right. <laughs> That's so true. That is right. Well, uh, thanks for this good discussion. Thanks for going through this with me. Um, for everyone out there, come to one of our workshops. Go to fedpilot.com, sign up, and come learn about the these details, these things that everybody has to figure out, and really more technical details of your uh, of your of your federal benefits as well. Because again, the earlier you can do this, the more in charge and the more accountable you will be for your own retirement. For that, it could be 10, 20, 30, 40 years of retirement. That's a long time. So thanks for watching, everyone. Uh, if you would, share, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And uh, see us next time. Take care.